Hello and welcome everyone to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined today by Ash Polson, Steve Bowling, and our very special guest, Brandon Miracle of Breakroom Arcade, and also the one who's made our, who's animated our opening, who has the fancy background for us, uh, who's done just a lot of work for us and is a big part of this community. And because of that, we actually opened up this episode for all of our patrons rather than just the $5 tier and above as sort of a special thank you and let's call it a community day. So, Brandon, yeah. welcome. Thank you. It's a miracle. I'm here. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? It's a blessing. We should <laughs> totally, like... Enjoying. We should make this a thing and maybe get uh, Dayumi on if she's interested. Maybe we could get T. Lopes on as a guest at some point. How cool. That would be so sick. That would be pretty awesome. But not (laughs) as sick as having Brandon Miracle here. That's we got the cream of the crop right here, man. You've done so much great work for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's been a pleasure. Uh, Like every time Steve, (laughs) I'll I'll wake (laughs) up sometimes to like a to a message on discord. It'll just be like at Leaf. Hey, I got a question for you. <laughs> yeah, I know it's like it's one of two things. It's either hey, I need you to make something for us, or two, I don't know how to do this thing. Please help me. <laughs> yeah, it, it is always those things. So I I met Brandon at the last E three we were allowed to attend, um, and <laughs> at the so long uh, ago. at the meetup he drew on Andre's badge, like he did a quick did. doodle on Andre's badge, and I was like, this guy's cool. I need to I need to work with this guy, and so we, you need we exchanged. To, hold up, hold up, hold up! You put me under so much pressure when you asked me to do that. I was like, I have to make this look good, <laughs> and I'm no artist by any means. So like, I I took my time, you know, nice thick strokes, and then I drew Tom Nook. But there you man, go. I was sweating. <laughs> So Evernight Studio, I have to mention, says, I gave Steve a hand once. Was Brandon busy at the time? No, that's that's not true. Um, so I've been... Wor- Evernight Studio probably knows a little bit more about the feature I'm working on than anyone else in the community right now, uh, save for <laughs> the folks on this panel. Uh, because I <laughs> I basically was like, you know, they, they made our lovely Today's News Tonight logo. And I was like, this person knows about typefaces. And I have a weird, super obscure font question. And uh, fortunately, nice. they were able to help me. You'll see some of the fruits of that labor. I don't even want to commit to a date, but hopefully soon. Figure something out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's I, right. Sorry, we got BJ Bovia in, in the chat, too, who is a fucking manga letterer, and I didn't think to ask them either. Right. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I mean, Whoops. they're busy, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's got to make Dragon Ball for nice us. Thought that nice not busy, but... Um, I'm, I want to say hi to someone we don't usually see in the chat since we opened up to uh, Community Day today. Uh, Searchman DS, you're going to be the, the uh, subject of my daily Mega Mention because I'm pretty sure you're either referencing Searchman from Mega Man 8 or Searchman.exe from Battle Network 4 or 5. I'm going to guess it's the latter because you have DS in your name too. So let me know if I'm right, but I, I do a Mega Mention every day and I saw your just name ho- and I was like, just well. Just honed in on something <laughs> yeah, Mega like, Man relation. Well, that, that related. should be, yeah, that should, ser- okay, Searchman EXE indeed. Nice. Got it. Nice. Ash, I love how ready you were for that. Like, I know, oh, not even a few just minutes scanning in. Boom, everything. No, Mega Mention. I'm yeah. always ready for a Mega Mention. Come on. <laughs> He's like, you know, you're a Mega Man reference it. on the internet? That's my shit. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> yep. I mentioned Mega Man on the show. All right. I'm sorry, not sure I how this turned into a Godfather <laughs> reference, but sure. I know. 
It, it evolved this is slowly. Came out. I saw yeah. Brandon doing a New Jersey thing. I think <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Let's just okay, let's just so make it cringier. I have a very Italian family. I'll just preface it with that. I may not look the part, yeah. but you go there one you generation know. back, and it's basically the Godfather in my house. Is it? Wow. I, really? I don't want to play into stereotypes or anything like that, but is it true they just like feed, feed, feed? Like it's all about food. Is that like a very is that stereotype true? Because I, I would it seems say insane. Yes. There's definitely <laughs> a lot of eating going on. Um, my grandfather, uh, the way he talks, like you think of any like common Italian stereotype, like Godfather, and that's the way he speaks. And I grew up with that. And you know, it's sometimes it comes out, you'll notice it, but I I try not to to do that too often. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds great, man. I'll, I'll, uh, you're, you're making me hungry. So, anyway. Man, I'm thinking uh, about food. I know. Thanks, guys. I just ate. I, I just had a lovely meal. So GVG mukbang incoming. I had <laughs> half a Subway sandwich before we started. I, I've been gradually learning to cook a bit more ever since I've been with Amy Moore. And because she was taking care of Kai um, at the time, I, I mainly did it. So we had sugar snap peas, mashed uh, sweet potatoes, and uh, just chicken and i did the chicken a little too long because it was looking a little pink on the inside so i think i went from a little underdone to a little too overdone because it was a little dry but eh, i'm getting better it's better better than i could have done in the past (laughs) better overcooked than salmonella so (laughs) hey that's yeah you take your wins where you can get them right i didn't make any salmon i hate seafood <laughs> Same. well unless it's raw sign me up for sushi every day but yeah, sushi otherwise is not my yeah thing. it's weird sushi and i can eat crab for like five or six bites and then i'm like nope done i'm done yeah. I, I can't hmm. handle it anymore well it is but, just basically a giant sea spider so yeah it's true <laughs> yeah it's true I, I, those, I, are, I, uh, I, those are the trigger words we don't use that word around here <laughs> spider <laughs> yeah spider for yeah. me Ugh, always i i feel like um wasn't it like back in the day when people first saw lobster and crab they were like oh this is a garbage food like we, this is for the poor people and now it's like the ritzy rich like ah here you go here's a nice big lobster for you to celebrate is that the case i, I think so I think, I think it, it is like a, I think it was well, a garbage food, and then something changed. Like it was had a, like a class change, and all of a sudden it was rich people only. I mean, potatoes used to be considered food for the poor, and apparently they just hadn't figured out French fries yet because uh, right. potatoes are the best. <laughs> well, not only that, carbs are the best food group, and that's like an objective fact. So, like, how could you not want it's potatoes true. as part of? I'm your... a type one diabetic, and I object to that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah. If if it's a medical problem, then yes, yeah. carbs should not be your favorite food group. Definitely. But maybe I agree. <laughs> nice. Maybe, yeah. Nice. I I mean my my grandmother, the grandmother I always had for the holiday uh, playthroughs, uh, is a diabetic as well. But she loves her sweets. <laughs> she likes her ice cream. She likes her cookies. So she's like, I always got room for dessert. Nice. And she'll sneak a little bit in. It's hard to do one D's, man. Yep, you know, I, I, like especially around Thanksgiving, we have to sit around and watch our family members eat things that we we could eat, but we probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, oh, that's I, I, I feel that in the the summer nowadays because, and I, I think I mentioned this so many times to so many people, but I uh, have a watermelon al- allergy or melon allergy, really. Oh, really? So, wow! Yeah, my my that. throat gets clenched up and can't 
really I, I never push it that far but and every so often i have a thought of like maybe i should see if it's still there but then i think to the time at e3 ash where you were hungry as you were taking tom to the airport and yep. didn't he give I'll you like a, it. a banana was it a banana or what yeah was it? it was a banana so i've always yes. had a fruit allergy and, and the same thing that happens to you derek happens to me when i eat most fruits including melons mm. but bananas had always been one of my safe fruits i could always eat bananas Apparently, uh, I found out from the doctor later after my hospital stay that uh, allergy you can you can develop allergies later in life, or allergies you had can go away later in life. So apparently, oh, I developed a banana allergy, and uh, my I'll never forget it. Neither will my wife. I was covered in hives. Oh, I was there. Wow. Day. And yeah, That's yeah, you were there. And like, man. I couldn't. I like, I couldn't stop. Like, my eyes were just keep. I couldn't stop crying and like I couldn't breathe. It was weird. It was horrible. So I don't touch bananas now. Thankfully, uh, obviously. Yeah, I was like, is Ash going to die before he can takes me, <laughs> takes me to the airport? <laughs> wow. Nice. I love that. I love that. That's your concern. Like, you know, I, just need this, I need this ride really badly. I just wow, Derek. Yet, yeah. I, priorities, man. I yeah. need. I need to develop. Flights are expensive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pretty sure they'll well, refund you if your ride died. I don't know. It was Anybody a really terrible Delta? place to be in, too, because when, when the mm-hmm. allergic reaction started happening, I had just dropped Tom off at the airport. And, I, you know, those of you who don't live in L.A., trust me when I say that uh, rush hour traffic on a Friday, oh, Friday at like 5, 6 p.m., getting back from LA, LAX to Koreatown, I was just sitting in, a, in an ocean of cars, barely able to see and breathe. And I was like, oh. what am I going to do? And then my oh, amazing God. wife said, get off the freeway and get to a, get to a Rite Aid or a CVS, which was the right thing to do. Cause I went, I did. And I got to a CVS and the, uh, the, um, pharmacist immediately was like, okay, you're having an allergic reaction. Sit down. I'll get you what you need. She was great. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see great. myself at that time being the stubborn one. It's like, I oh, just get home. <laughs> be fine. Right. Just got to get home. <laughs> Yeah. Just gonna one eye it until this eye swells shut too. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't die before I find out who the rest of the Smash DLC characters are. Come on, I at least gotta well, make it that far. You know, I have had that exact thought unironically before. Like, I hate, I hate <laughs> so, flying. I hate flying so much. And I remember flying oh, really? back from the like Nintendo Switch preview event, and I was like, I can't die on this flight. The Switch has to still come out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I can't I miss play that. Zelda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we've all had that thought. Thought is like, oh man, I want to have, I want to see the finale of this TV show or this series uh-huh. or something before I die. Don't yeah. let this happen. And then, if I had gone before the ending of Naruto, I don't know what I would have done with myself. Right? <laughs> I never. Yeah. I, I I gave up on Naruto because I, I it's stopped so reading. Long. I stopped reading the manga. I, actually, I know what it was. I, I I was reading the big three: Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach, and just reading week to week and I wasn't enjoying them as much because I had done uh, like a marathon to catch up with each of them. So it was nice just having that constant flow of content. And then I was just caught up in Bleach especially sucks chapter to chapter. Ooh, there is literally nothing that happens. I was, um, that was my concerned about you liking Bleach more than Naruto face for a minute. There. No, 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 no. So basically what happened is <laughs> Around the time that Bleach announced that it was on its final arc, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get take a break from all three of these and let once Bleach finishes, I'll come back. Then it took way longer to finish that that final arc than I thought, and I never got back to it. So that's why I'm not caught up on One Piece. I never saw the ending of Naruto. I think I saw it through a playthrough of Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, how it all ends, which seems <laughs> nice. insane. 
<laughs> uh, just what it, what all happens. But that's that's kind of, of how I fell off. <laughs> one of my best friends is obsessed with One Piece. Like they they've been following it since the very beginning. They have it. They mm-hmm. they read ahead in, in the scanlations of the manga. Like he is obsessed, and he has not missed a single issue. And I think they're over like what a thousand chapters now, or something. They're about it's, to hit a thousand chapters. Yeah, about to hit close. a thousand. It's crazy. And like mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I'd like it. I've heard great things, but I don't have the. I can't take that on. I can't take a. I, I, I want to get that, back to it. I really yeah. do want to get back to it because One Piece is really good, barring the art I've style, heard, which yeah. I know a lot of people have trouble with. I've mm-hmm. heard that many times before, but I, I did start watching One Piece. Um, around the time that they were uh, finishing up Skypea, which is the floating island arc. Okay. Um, for those that know what know what's actually going on, um, it's been a long time since then, and I, I remember really enjoying. I think it was um, Water Seven, which is the next arc, oh, which got Water crazy. Seven. Water Such Seven a good locked arc. in One Piece for me. Like when I got there, yeah. I was not expecting the the stream of tears that would follow over the course of that arc. It's really good. It, it, not to spoil, I mean, this is a slight spoiler, but it's also not because it's so far in the past now. But Usopp versus Luffy is legit. Oh man, <laughs> it's nice. so good. Like you Actually, would not think that was a good fight, but that is a dang good fight. Actually, the rest of the Smash characters aside, I know Steve will feel me on this. I can't die until I get the Ronda One Half revival yes. slash reboot that I have literally dreamt of a few times throughout my life. And then every time I wake up, I'm disappointed. <laughs> we, we got, we got, it's not real. We got we got Inuyasha though, Ash. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You Akane don't. is do not that. Kagome. Inuyasha is not Ranma. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I mean, is that, yeah. that, that that got the revival sequel series as well. I know saying. it hurts. It hurts. I know. It when really I saw does. that news, I was like, man, I'm happy for you, Inuyasha fans out there. But throw us Ranma fans a bone, man. At least, you, at least Inuyasha got a conclusion. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Ronda got a conclusion in my head. In my head, canon it, it all. I got to see everything I wanted to see. Hmm. Um. Ash but, freezing is a great segue yeah, into a news. It story. is a good segue. I mean, yeah. barring you want to talk about anything else, <laughs> but, uh, Brandon, we can go ahead and jump into our news topics. And I'll, I'll admit right now, there might be a reason we've been just sort of off topic for most of it because, yeah, it's kind of a light bit day. Of a day. Yeah, it's all right. going on. In Shall fact, I? the first bit of news we got here, if we want to bring it up on screen. Transition brought to you by Brandon. <laughs> uh, this is something we actually thought about talking about yesterday, but it was just so many big news. It just kind of fell through the cracks and perfect for today because a mysterious logo has been discovered in Crash Bandicoot 4, but only once you beat the game at 106%. If you go to the the tutorial level, the very first level, there's a TV there. And if you spin into it, it shows the logos of Crash Bandicoot 1, Crash Bandicoot 2, Crash Bandicoot 3, and Crash Bandicoot 4. However, uh, somebody discovered that once you get 106%, which according to everybody that plays Crash, is a nightmare to do because that I've game heard. is just ridiculous <laughs> to 100%. Uh there's a mysterious logo that, that appears that appears to be like a wampa fruit in between like a cycle, which makes people wonder if uh, like a rotation cycle, two arrows, I guess, in a circle. 
um, which I'm making people wonder, Crash sequel or Crash spinoff next? Like maybe there's a Crash Bash 2 or something like that or what have you. And so there, there was a recent leak of a PvP right. Crash game. And people think this may be in some way related to that. I'm not the biggest mm. Crash guy, so I don't know. But there I mean, is sounds kind of like an actiony feeling to this design too, like with the the spinning on the outside. Uh, mm-hmm. Before knowing about the whole PvP leak, <laughs> honestly, the first thing that came to mind was soccer. For some reason, like <laughs> if you kicked around the Wumpa Fruit. Yeah, there uh, you go. Or Mega something Man Soccer sports-y. Two featuring Crash Bandicoot. Oh God! There you wow. go. Wow. Clearly, that's the announcement here. I, yeah, totally. Sorry, guys, I ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> that explains sorry, the blue. It. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. there you go. <laughs> Actually, it does look like a Sonic Spin Dash a little bit. Like, uh, it's clearly not going to be like a Crash and Sonic crossover, but what if it was? Can you imagine? The, the oh, internet man. Would, would break that That thing. would be amazing. Oh, totally. Yeah. If that happens before Sonic and Mario, I'm quitting video games. Yeah, <laughs> or even Sonic and Mega Man. Like Sonic and Crash, that That's should it. not happen before those th- those two. Mario. At least and Mega Sonic Man. and Mega yeah. Man have the comics. Exactly. Right. That's yeah. True. That's yeah. True. yeah. Sonic and Mario have the Olympic Games. Mm. That's true. You know what would have really blown people's minds if that was a uh, the reason they made it so freaking hard is because it actually shows the Smash logo, like secret. Like, oh wow! Can you imagine that oh, Crash man. is coming to Smash? <laughs> I, I mean, it people want it. I mean, it is a people circular logo. I mean, and... yeah. That, can you imagine though? That's what they hid behind one hundred and six percent. That's I do love though. I love I love that there's something so tiny. It kind of reminds me of like the rare days, stop and swap esque stuff in the N sixty four rare days, where you know they would hide away these really well hidden secrets that you sometimes had to earn. Uh, yeah. And so I just this feels like kind of a hearkening back to those days. I like this. I, I I can't help but feel like whatever this is is going to be super underwhelming compared to what people are going to imagine it to be. That's what typically Probably. happens in these situations. Yeah, people yeah I, I look wild. at it and I'm like, it kind of looks like the Firefox logo if you squint. <laughs> so <laughs> That's true, it does. Maybe there we're going to get a Crash web browser. <laughs> I mean, he's on mobile, so there you go. Crash, the Crash internet browser, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. So was this was this in the game since it launched, or was this patched in later? I think it was in the game since launch. At least I, it's hard to say for sure. But you know, who would think to you know? I beat the game one hundred and six percent. Let's go back to the first level and mess around with the TV again. It's one of those things. Like that's well, true. What would make you think yeah. to do that right away? It's just surprising. One two seven. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go uh, for it. I mean, it's just surprising to me that something like this would take so long to be discovered. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. for the length of time that it's been, this would be one of those things in my mind that a dev would say, like, 20 years from now that there's an Easter egg in the game that nobody ever found. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's some... It, it, I, I can't remember the exact game right now, but there's some Easter egg in a game released in the last couple of years that isn't going to be... Like it, it, I think it's buried at the foot of some monument, and it, people aren't going to be able to figure out what it is until like a hundred years from now. Like this generation isn't oh, going to even be able to find out what the hell it is. And I, I wish I could remember what game it is because it's such a cool seeming. seeming I've heard Easter egg. this before, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm sure someone in the chat does. Um, <laughs> speaking of the chat, Azran one two seven brought up a great point: Crash X Rocket League because the orange and blue in that logo. They look exactly like the orange and blue of the Rocket League team. That's a good point. That, that, that yeah. could be cool, and then you could use the Wumpa Fruit as the ball, kind of like like uh, Brandon was mentioning with Mega Man. <laughs> nice. Just do the yeah. same thing, but on a larger scale with a. Uh, Maybe that's Bandicoot why I was parts. thinking soccer. 
actually. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's a platformer. Eh. You can do a lot with Crash. He, he does he does kart racing well. Uh, another attempt at a party game. Like, if, if they could actually pull off a Mario Party-like party game more so than Nintendo does right now, that'll be a huge hit, especially if they nail the online. Like, there is a lot of things they could do with Crash that Nintendo isn't really fulfilling with Mario that would make people really happy. Don't know mm-hmm. if they'll do it, but we'll see. I'm not a know. Crash guy, but if they made a good party game, I'd probably pick it up. Yeah. Just because there's mm-hmm. nothing fulfilling yeah. that role right now. That's Super, a good point. They're getting closer, but it's going to be a while, it feels like. Yeah. That's for sure. Super Mario I Party st- 2. Come on. Please. I still need to play and beat Crash Bandicoot 4. And I, I can oh. tell you, it, it is a tough game. I didn't get very far, but it's like, oof, this is... Uh, kicking my butt <laughs> so yeah i played the uh, first two worlds and i really like it and mm-hmm. like brandon said i'm not a huge crash guy either but it's thoroughly enjoyable like i like it a lot i know yeah. it's just a platformer but is this something where i would need to play like the original trilogy before diving into no. is there any okay nah. there might be some in jokes but that's about it it's, it's like they, they all you need to know is crash thwarted neocortex three times before and you know but <laughs> mario I, I, beats I, bowser blah 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 yeah exactly there's a bit <laughs> okay. more plot there's a bit more to the characters that you'll get some humor and stuff like that but i think you'd still enjoy it at least from a gameplay sense without those yeah. but the crash insane trilogy is still a good deal and worth playing in my opinion if you like crash 4 at least you know you can go back and like oh that's what i was referencing now <laughs> that sort of thing yeah so i've been kind I of found- side-eyeing it <laughs> I found okay. the game I was talking about while we were t- chatting about this. It's Trials Evolution. And there were five... Oh. Uh, there, were, there was like a, a really elaborate ARG uh, game, basically, that, that directed people to like five or so packages that were buried at very specific locations around the world. Oh, man. And then one of... And, and each box contained a key and a plaque. And then one of the boxes, though... Uh, or sorry, it all, it all, there were four of them. And all four packages on the reverse side of a metal plaque... There's a message that reads, midday in year 2113, first Saturday in August, one of five keys will open the box underneath the Eiffel Tower. None of us are going to be alive by then, but apparently, well, maybe we will be, but like not for much longer if we are. Yeah. And I mean, and, and apparently like people have interviewed, you know, the, the developers and they're actually doubling down on this. Like this is actually something that is the plans are being made there. One of these keys is going to open something on that day in 2113. So that's what I was talking about. Like the coolest video game real life Easter egg ever. And Give we're not me, even going to be around I'm, to see I'm assault. sorry, I'll be dead. I, and who knows if yeah. people know what Trials Evolution is at that point. Yeah, give me a fucking break. Is anyone going to remember? <laughs> like, I hope. Maybe give it 50 years. I mean, that'll be I mean, something. one of the four people who got the packages better pass that on to their kids and be like, hey, mm-hmm. this is a thing. You need to Can, go do this. <laughs> you need to travel no, to the Eiffel no, Tower in 2113. No, you don't. No, don't you leave it in your mom's don't. storage. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that Brandon leaking stories. Um, what? I mean, come on, dude. I'm not going to be on my deathbed thinking about the end of my uh, shuffling off this mortal coil and be like, there was a Easter egg for a dirt bike game. Go no, but I mean, carry on pretty. my legacy. I mean, there's I mean, totally, something but fun it's about it. But, yeah. It's kind of cool. It's like a real life ice key almost. Listen, like, I, yeah. I, I, I hate to do this on though? a channel called Good Vibes Gaming, 
but for real, everyone involved with this stunt will be dead. Everyone at Ubisoft <laughs> will forget. <laughs> it's a dirt bike game. It has no meaning. Uh huh. Go away, Ubisoft. Don't do this. You probably nice. already <laughs> fired the guy who came up with this for reasons I won't discuss. Let's oh, just I, I'm, shoo, Ubisoft. This yeah. isn't cool. <laughs> I mean, have they buried it yet? Can somebody just go around and dig up the, uh, I know, the Eiffel Tower, right? grab it, Apparently and break not. it open? That's the thing is that they've, they've, they've made arrangements, they say. For Wait, why couldn't we have done like five years or ten years? A hundred years seems so intense did they contract baby kai for this we'll all be gone <laughs> like they're like excuse yeah. me mr and Bitt, as ever night studio like put, points out we already forgot what it was until you told us again until ash brought it up so <laughs> they're they're hoping we'll <laughs> clearly this too. isn't Come working on. it's yeah. the secret to time travel so they can go like, back in time and tell us what's in nice. the box we're we're go. already having trouble playing like ps3 games on ps5 <laughs> no one's gonna go <laughs> yeah. back and be like yeah. i unlocked dlc for this hundred year old game let me boot my ps90 <laughs> It, it'll be a real life. Me. It'll be a real life Eggy coming back in time to to improve our gaming lives in the present. <laughs> to stop twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, or to stop twenty twenty from happening. Yeah, there we go. Roman in the chat says it's going to be Hestu's gift. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Wow, I love it. That'd be the that real. I love it. One hundred percent. Well, before we move on. I do want to mention, uh, somebody was asking my uh, plushie of the day. This is Drippy from Nino Cooney. I got the special edition when they came out because I'm a bit, was a big Ghibli fan. So I got the special edition, Drippy. which included like the, the, it came with that plush and a recreation of the diary or the journal that's in the game as well, which was pretty cool. And somebody was asking about Steve Sweater. Oh, yeah. Right. So, we, we won. That's what, I'm going to point that out. We won. So John, our good friend and obvious Sonic <laughs> imposter, got this sweater. Mm. This sweater. And so I went on Twitter and I I called him out. I was like, John voted against Game of the Decade not once but twice against Sonic. I was the only one holding up the fort here, saying Sonic is the best. <laughs> All right, if you don't know me and you don't know my stance on Sonic. He is the greatest thing ever created. Oh, the fat one. All right. All right. Let's let's I remember Sonic. most I'm sorry. Remember most of your like thing for Sonic Generations was just crapping on Sonic. That's yeah, what I was gonna yeah. say. All right. Your whole defense for but Sonic listen. Generations was, was just throwing Sonic under the bus. Listen, we know, we know, it's established on two YouTube channels that I am the world's greatest Sonic fan. I, I clearly nice needed this in my life and they couldn't just send it to john breath of the wild versus sonic mania come on come on come on i mean i don't i don't want to re-litigate or reheat this argument but <laughs> suffice it to say i got robbed all right it was a sham election i don't believe in the nice. results i demand a recount but oh so I you're gonna did, end up with more votes for we, john again we did <laughs> we got the money and have john we got the sweater we got the goddamn sweater so I love John, <laughs> John has lost his legal claim to oh wear Sonic God. merch. And you know I what, Steve? Though you're you're in friendly company, man, because I, I I'm probably one of the few people who would seriously entertain a conversation about Sonic Mania rivaling Breath of the Wild, just because you're, I love that game so damn much. You're mm. goddamn right. <laughs> so <Yep. laughs> we Numbskull, thanks for sending the sweater. We did it. We convinced a brand to send us a sweater. Obviously, that equates to victory. Progress. Damn right. Victory. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of victories, let's go ahead and jump over to our next topic. Throw it oh. up there. 
All right. And Nintendo, we uh, is, earlier this year, Nintendo announced they were finally coming back to Brazil. The the pricing of all of that was not nearly as ridiculous as it's been in the past, which is why they stopped uh, sending their con- their consoles to Brazil in the Wii U era. Um, but they're going to be launching the Switch eShop in Brazil on December 7th, and a future update will allow users to browse the eShop in Portuguese. We are making progress for Brazil to get the Switch, have it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Great news yeah. for our Brazilian friends, which is... Uh... Fantastic. Although I do understand that that uh, games and, and consoles are incredibly expensive there, so yeah. I'm sure that won't change. But uh, we're glad that you are getting to get your own eShop finally. But, but you know what? You can import a Switch from another country and then create a Brazilian True. eShop account now. So, uh, I mean, that doesn't solve the problem of games being ridiculously overpriced. But I'm all for Nintendo making their products available in in the native languages of people who enjoy them. So, yeah, good, is good the on Switch Nintendo in Brazil. Is that is it still region free? I think so. Yeah. You yeah. could technically so, create an account for another country if you want cheaper games. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's what that. they're doing yeah. now. I think it's just for folks that really, you know, they want it in their native tongue, which sure. I understand the yeah. desire. I get it. Luxiel is actually saying, uh, actually, the Switch has uh, Portuguese, uh, uh, Brazilian Portuguese, since last night's update. Uh, so it's already implemented. So they just... yeah. Hit the gun. There you go. And nice. his, and Luxiel, I think, you know, he is Brazilian, so, uh, or they're Brazilian, and their account is from the USA, which, from my understanding, is probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now, here's, yeah. here's the interesting thing. I wonder if this will apply to previous games. So, like, if you play Breath of the Wild on a Japanese account, it'll display the game in Japanese. Um, right. So I wonder if you can, you know, for the for our friends in Brazil who already own Switches, I wonder if they can make a Brazilian eShop account and switch it over. Or they could just switch their Switches language now. To Doesn't to... the Switch, can't you set the language independent yes. of the country? Okay. Sure. And then I think, I think so. your games will automatically detect what language you have set and then it'll just use that, won't it? In in almost every case, yeah. Unless okay. for whatever reason, like if you go, the general rule of thumb is if you go into a foreign country's eShop and it shows that you've already purchased a game that you know you bought in another country's eShop, then the language options will work. But in some really rare edge case scenarios, like some games, it'll it'll let you buy it again because they treat the foreign version as a separate title. However, they list them uh, in the eShop. Hmm, but okay. by and yeah, large, I'm yeah. actually really curious if my Japanese copy of Persona 5 Scramble will magically become an American copy of Persona 5 Scramble once it's if, if it gets localized. That's what happened to my uh, Japanese copy of Taiko no Tatsujin, yep. uh, Drum and Fun. Oh, oh nice. interesting. Okay. Because they, uh, they, they added an English update, I think, just a few months after launch and several months before it was coming to the States. So I bought the Japanese version and then got the English update and had the full English version months before it was coming out i i need to dig that game back out because when i bought it i lived in an apartment and i always felt guilty about playing it because i was in an upstairs apartment so i was like this poor bastard below me (laughs) (laughs) thinks thinks i'm like punching the floor or something um but now i live in a house and the only people that don't complain are my kids (laughs) the new taiko games come out on friday this week too i hear they're good do they yeah Mm -hmm. the, the rpg ones I've been. Oh, right. oh I man! Heard, I forgot about that. Yeah. Those are those are out in Japan now. Um, 
I'm, I'm going to have to check this out because I saw the trailer on the Japanese eShop and I was like, this looks dope. I need to. It looks really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more songs than the version we currently have, which is also cool. Right. I don't know how I, much I have drum and fun. Is. Bandai. Yeah, I have drum and fun and it's fun. Well, it's fun, obviously. It's called <laughs> drum and fun. But this RPG, though, looks like something else. It, like but, something else entirely. But do you have the drum? I do not I have, have the drum the itself. Drum. Yes! My box for it's back there. Excellent. Right here. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Yeah, I have I have the drum too. It's uh in a closet downstairs right now. And every time I look at it, I'm like, I need to find the time to play this. But uh, if my, there, my if drum, there's an RPG. I went on Etsy and I got a cover for the drum to make the banging uh to dampen the banging so it's not as loud. But it's also got Don Chan's face on it. So now I'm literally <laughs> just smacking Don Chan when I'm playing the game. Perfect. <laughs> nice. Make an omelet, break a few eggs, you know? There you go. Uh, real quick, going back to Lucio, since he is from Brazil, uh, it, it, they say that their, of course, account is from the USA. But the reason this is so important is because now they can dodge the gray market, which, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Uh, and he does. Right. they do confirm that Breath of the Wild changes according to the Switch's account. So his, their Breath of the Wild playthrough is in Italian because they're using their Switch in Italian. And they bought uh, their games from other eShops too, Tropical Freeze from Japan, some others from Mexico. They all work in English or whatever my Switch language is set to. So there and you have it. By the there. way, since we have a couple font nerds in the chat tonight, play Breath of the Wild in Japanese. Like, the font that they use for the Japanese version of Breath of the Wild is so much cooler than the one we got in the States. Like, they <laughs> use the traditional, like, Legend of Zelda SNES font for, for a lot of stuff in the in the Japanese oh, cool. ver- or in the oh. American version, but the Japanese version uses the same font they drew up for the uh, original release of Zelda 1, the disc version. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's cool. It's, it's kind of weird, because it seems as though the the Western versions of Breath of the Wild use what's essentially like Arial, like bold, italic, some some variation of Arial, and normally that would be really boring and plain, but for some reason to me, it works for Breath of the Wild. I actually like that they still use that in Age of Calamity as well. I know it's not the most interesting font, but for some reason to me, I find that it works, but I, Nintendo, I, I hear you, though. Nintendo lately at least since the Switch has come out, has had a really, like, simplistic design uh, pathos, I guess you would say, for, like, all their games, like Zelda, Odyssey, Super Mario Party. They're all super simple. Just, like, really simple fonts, very simple, solid colors for a lot of things. And I like that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They like to find their generation of the Switch with these I, simple it, designs it, for all their games. It's it's a major improvement from the tiny font of Xenoblade Chronicles X to the much more readable font of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So, yeah, they're learning. Yeah. Evernight Studios says it's a very simple font that lends itself well to the minimalist nature of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I think I think yeah. you're definitely hitting on something something there. Although it's funny, BJ Bovia says, "Honestly, I'm a less is more kind of guy with UI stuff. I like it. Simple and clean, which reminds me of Kingdom Hearts 3 <laughs> I think and that's Melody the point. and Memory, and I don't I hate the font that they use for Kingdom Hearts 3 and Melody of Memory. I don't like it mm. at all. So, mm. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a, like somebody that like draws into fonts, so I don't mm-hmm. take notice. I notice I'm not a detail type guy. Just give me my good overall experience, and I'm pretty happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Well, let's go ahead and continue on and uh, switch over to our next topic, if we want to throw that up on the screen. And we have our 
15th Maximus Cup for Tetris 99 announced, and this one is Super Mario All-Stars themed. What a shock. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I haven't played Tetris 99 in a long time, so... I played it last night. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think this is going to get me playing Tetris 99 more again because I skipped out on... When it was Fire Emblem, I skipped out on... They might have had a Xenoblade 1 and all that, but... I mean, it's cool that they have all these themes. I like that they change it up. It makes it exciting to earn them. But it's I just never get a chance to go back and I've, I've personally shifted gears to Tetris Effect Connected, uh, especially mm, with, the, the, with the multiplayer options in it now. That said, I do like the design of this one. I especially appreciate the tiny, super tiny Luigi in the <laughs> upper left corner of the play field. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He's so small compared to Mario. I know. It's weird. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I, I don't think that I'll hop back in for this, but my wife is a huge Tetris fan, and she, like, I suck at Tetris 99, but it, it's something that Same. I'll throw on, like, in handheld mode almost exclusively now. She was watching The Queen's Gambit last night, which, if you haven't watched it, fantastic. Like, really, really great show. It's really good. And mm. she was watching that, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm... I'm I'm the type of person that I have to have multiple things going on. So I was like, I'll just play some Tetris. I suck at it anyway. And uh, we were watching the show. And I was like, I do miss this, you know. But it's not... I don't know, man. I bounced off of Super Mario 35 already. I've... it, it Tetris I was already, like, really bad at. So I don't feel like... I, I'm bad enough to where I'm like, I'm not going to improve. So there's no point Same. in like grinding it out. So I'll just pick it up every now and then for idle play sessions. But I will probably ask my wife to try this because I've seen her win a few matches already. And I'm like, I'll never get there. But, you know, it's I'd like to see what happens if you win a, a Mario match. But eh. mm-hmm. I've never won a single Tetris 99 I match. I don't know if I either. will. Same. Like, yeah. it's just it's yeah. Mario 35. I excel at because I love platformers. Same with you, Steve. I know you're you're good at it, too. But Tetris 99, I can't crack. And at this point, I've missed so many of the themes of the, you know, the premium themes that you need to earn tickets for not premium, but you, you do have to get tickets for them. I'm not going to grind these out. I'm never going to get, you know, I'm, I'm too bad at Tetris 99 to ever earn any appreciable number of tickets in a decent amount of time. There's just no point. Fair. I've never won Tetris 99. But I think I won my first ever game of Fall Guys. It was my first ever match that I ever played. And Super Mario 35, I won the first match I ever played. Nice. Uh, I heard that from quite a few people. Like, if you're an old school platformer fan, you probably won Mario 35. The funniest thing about Mario 35 in every match is someone always dies to the first Goomba. And it's never not funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's always funny. It's inevitable. My wife was watching me play a game uh, the other day of Mario 35, and you know you usually start on one one. Just most people select one one as the first stage, and she was watching, and she's like, "Why are so?" And she hasn't played pe- platformers like I do, but she plays games, and she's like, "Why are so many people dying in the first like twenty seconds?" Is everyone's playing World One One, right? And I said, <laughs> "You know, I, th- I think generally most people are playing one one, but yeah, like you said, Brandon, a lot of people die to that first Goomba, and I mean." You know, it, it happens to the best of us. I've certainly made that mistake before. Not in Mario yeah. 35, but hey, it sure. happens. But I, I, I'm assuming in most cases it's probably, you know, a kid or someone who's never, you know, played classic yeah. Mario before. But man, right. does it still crack me up. See, I, yeah. I always laugh because I, 
I just convinced myself it's someone who either got up and walked away or is just <laughs> oh, completely hammered <laughs> trying to play Mario. <laughs> Could be that like, too. oh, what, man? What's jump? No, oh, man, I'm dead. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing Super Mario 36. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going next level on that. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm sure yeah. John has already gotten the new theme in Tetris 99. The All Stars theme. I'm sure he has. I'm sure they I'm just send yeah, them whenever it comes out of Tetris. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've I've seen some crazy puzzle players over the over the years. Uh, I, I'm, you know, we all love uh, Tetris Attack, put paneled upon, you know, whatever whatever you call it. I don't know if any of you have ever seen uh, or or aware of uh, Clement uh, on t- YouTube and Twitter and all that. He plays paneled upon, and watching him play is nightmare-inducing because my nice. god, can he chain together combos and just wreck people? Like I, I, I'm just like I can't imagine anybody really beating him. He seems that good. Oh yeah, I love I watching know. like hardcore paneled upon tournaments at, at conventions like PAX East and. Pete, mm. it'll literally just be an endless stream of garbage being dumped on both players, and oh, the combo's never ending. It's, and this it's is why I want Panel the Pawn 99 or whatever. Just do something with it. <laughs> oh, God, the, if we could the, get that 99, oh, my God, it would be over for me. It would be the, over. The first time I've ever played Panel the Pawn, uh, admittedly, was when it came to uh, Nintendo Switch Online on SNES. That was the first time I ever played it. And I felt like such a baby because I had, like, no instinct for how to set up combos or I wasn't even very good at using the controls. And then I watched videos of these other players uh, or competitions, uh-huh. like you said, and it's crazy mm-hmm. what these people can do. I, I Puzzle League 99 would be so hype. Yeah. I, I find uh, just throwing yourself into it against those tough opponents is how you do it because I, I picked up uh, Pokemon Puzzle League. And I was having some difficulty, but then I got to the higher difficulties, and all of a sudden, it, you have to think rapidly, and you get that sort of flow to you. And all of a sudden, you're getting those combos and getting what you need to do and sending over, over the gar- uh, garbage. It's a bit of a learning curve like to get to that point. Like You need to get into that mindset again. But once you do, it is satisfying. Oh, yeah. I, I just beat uh, Versus Mode, actually, in Panel Devon on hard. And I like beat like the last few, last five or so stages on hard in that game are really satisfying to win because the game really cranks up the difficulty uh, when you get that far on hard. And it's, it's just a lot of fun to play. Mm-hmm. By the go. way, a few people in the chat have uh, pointed out that, that of course, the uh, 18th Maximus Cup hasn't started yet. So John couldn't right. possibly have the theme yet. But I know he will. As soon as it's oh yeah, it, he definitely will. Minutes. Also, something that you'd you'd like, uh, Ash, is from Vash <laughs> says, "Imagine right. Mega Man uh, Battle Royale, just a constant boss battle rush. Winner is who beats the bosses first or the last one alive." I love that. Give me Mega Man thirty five, Mega Man ninety nine. Like I'm I'm down <laughs> for any of these, any battle royale style Mega Man game. Let's go. I'm in. If they do I'm it with ready. Mega Man too, they could just take from the original eight, or they could add nine and ten if they want. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because they all use the same assets and I think the same engine, so you could just make yeah. a big yeah. old battle royale game. Out oh of yeah, so many. It, it would be weird to have only one through six and nine and ten though. Like I, although they do have sprite versions of some of the seven, eight, seven and eight bosses for things they did in nine and ten. So, but mm-hmm. I mean, hey, who knows? They they could do. I want that or a Mega Man rhythm game. How's that that not happened yet? I want I want a Mega like, Man Maker. 
Give me, give me the ability oh, to design my own courses. Is fan there? one, yeah. So there actually is one. one. They, you no, know, Capcom actually just just uh, released oh, really? one, like an official. They didn't make it themselves, but they're associated with it. It's called Make hmm. Rockman, I think, and it just came out like a month ago or something. Oh wow! Huh. Well yeah. then, I hadn't heard about it. Ash, where the hell's our is our gameplay preview, man? <laughs> I don't. Well, it's not. It's not like a Switch game or anything. It's not like a. It's a it's kit. A it's weird. It's like it's it's like oh. a kit that teaches you how to program cool. a simple Mega Man game. Dude. It's not like a game. Yeah. So it's educational. Yeah, it's like it's an edutainment like. title. It's called Make Rockman World's Greatest Programming. Can yeah. can, yeah. can Ash learn to and program if Mega Man 5th. shows him how? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I I've yeah. been hearing from people that uh, Rockman Cross Dive is really good on mobile, but they're just not releasing it over here for whatever reason. That's weird. But, yeah, that I've heard that they're going to, but then that just keeps seeming not to happen. I hope they do. I mean, it's not like I've I've seen and played a bit of it. It's not the most amazing game ever, but it is a new Rockman X game on mobile where you can play as characters from other Mega Man franchises, which is pretty cool. In fact, mm-hmm. they just added Battle Network uh, characters this week, uh, oh, including man. Base.exe, which I know uh, one buddy on Twitter is going to be super happy about. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, it comes to the West sometime. We'll see. Is it a gotcha game? Yeah, it's it's a gotcha game, but it is okay. com- it's compatible with like Bluetooth controllers, so it's meant to be played oh. like a regular Mega Man X game. But it does okay. have gotcha elements, so it it's not like you know, it's not X Nine, of course. That's does that's still the, the golden Apple goose right TV, there, though. Huh? <laughs> does it support Apple TV though? Like, could could I get I this know. running on an Apple TV with a controller hooked up to my TV? Steve, you probably Maybe. could because you're so technically inclined. You probably could figure out a way to like, you know, jury do, rig that to happen. I do I have mean, a a mother prototype hacked onto my NES Classic, so maybe. So, there you so go. <laughs> nice. I, I can tell you how to get that on the TV. Do you have an adapter on your phone uh, that allows you to record it, like use XSplit or well, whatever or OBS? That's true. Put I, that on there and toss it up on the on a like full screen net monitor, and boom. Oh there well, I've, I've got AirPlay yeah. on this thing. Yeah, I put on the weird black glove. Yeah. I'm I'm fiddling. <laughs> I just I realized I, I raised my, my weird TV. black black gloved hand mm-hmm. onto the screen. Um, I've got uh, AirPlay on this TV. So do you, Ash? We got the same TV now. So yeah, we do. You, yeah, you could in theory just AirPlay the app over to your TV, but That's I imagine the yeah. latency would be just ugh. <laughs> I have AirPlay yeah. on Especially mine for a platformer yeah. as well. Like I don't have latency when it comes to the video feed, but there's a huge amount of latency uh, with the audio. Uh, just just to goof around with it, I tried playing Super Mario Run on my television, and uh, <laughs> the gameplay was fine, but the the audio was coming in like a second late, and it was terrifying. Oh, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, speaking of gotcha, Derek, you'll appreciate this. Soulcaster in the chat says replaying Xenoblade Chronicles two, uh, trying to get that blade. Gotcha, give me nightmares. And then oh. you had the same no, I never got her. experience. I never huh? got her. I opened yeah, so her. many yeah. cores. I gave up. And I, I, I will say, I I got to the point where I was like, you know, when it says a legendary core, you should be guaranteed a rare blade. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. That's all I, I want to know. That's all I say. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I, I will say I did enter... Uh, Chuck Conroy's been doing his playthrough of Xenoblade 2, and he has this whole thing where he'll give you the um, statue of, like, the winner gets the statue of Cosmos uh, who, to whoever uh, predicts 
uh, the episode where he actually gets it himself because he's not stopping his playthrough until he gets every single blade. So that includes oh, her. <laughs> so if you can predict the episode she gets it on. So I'm going to count. I counted on his luck and I think I said 65. Okay. So we'll, I doubt I'm going to get it, but you know, yeah. <laughs> Emil does have amazing luck. Anyway, we're already, well, we're just shooting the, we're not getting through these topics Shooting too the quickly. proverbial shit. Yeah, exactly. Indeed. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. There's not too much to say on this one, so let's All go right. ahead and pop it up there. All right. And we have Dead Cells Fatal Falls DLC, which was announced. Uh, which I have not played Dead Cells, but I believe it's all like Hades. It's a rogue light game that people adore. This one's 2D, like 2D action platformer based. And I don't know much about it. Um, as I, I, when I was on vacation once, people, uh, friends were playing it and just adored it. I know it's popular. This is cool. Like more content for that game is always good. Yeah, yeah the, the people love this game. I, I kind of bounced off it again because I'm not really into roguelites, but I love the visual style of it. I love mm-hmm. watching people play it. It's the the pixel animation of this game is gorgeous. Yeah, it's really yeah. pretty. I I got I got uh, the most I know about this game is the whole IGN controversy with it. Um, it was another one of those ones that I probably shouldn't have written off, but did like like I have with Hades so far this year. Um, I just I. It looks cool. Like like Ash said, I really enjoy watching the game, but nothing about it really made me uh, say like, oh man, I got to go out and get this. And I, I, I hate to say it, but I kind of feel the same way about Hades. I am going to play Hades, but I'm looking at Dead Cells and I'm just like, yeah, it looks cool. I would love to watch a stream of it, but it's not a game that I think I need to rush out and open my wallet for. But I'm glad for people right. that love it. Any game that is well-liked getting new content is never a bad thing. So... Mm-hmm. I, I think it's one of those the, things. The trailer okay. for this. Mm-hmm. Have you watched oh, have, the trailer? I, I have not. It's like twenty seconds of nothing happening. It's very odd. Really, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> the character's just standing in different locations, and at the end, eventually falls. Which I'm assuming is a pun on Fatal Falls. Right. Uh, and then it, it, says, it says it's landing soon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's only five bucks. Uh, and oh, the, see, yeah. the information about it says two entirely new biomes, the fractured shrines and the undying shores, as well as a new boss are parallels to the stilt village clock tower and timekeeper areas and their alternate paths. These additions will pro- provide significant new options for fans looking for middle run exploration and are brimming with new ways to succumb to a terribly painful death. The update is also dropping a cache of new weapons, details of which will be revealed soon. So cool. that seems like a decent amount of content for new for five bucks. Yeah, and, that's a good price. And I, but I get what Steve says, especially you know with us writing off Hades initially as well. It's a game you look at and be like, eh, it's I, I, it doesn't seem that different when you first see it. It's not like when you look at um, Ori, for example, where it's just so luscious and gorgeous, and you're just like, oh my god, right. Um, it's all about the gameplay coming through, and I, you don't really get that until you play it. Yeah, sure. Agreed. That said, play Hades. <laughs> oh my god, Hades is so good. Uh-huh. Two, two weeks left. I, I, I will be the first to admit that I thought Hades was one of those games where people are inexplicably just horny for the characters, and, and that was it. And I'm like, I don't really get horny for video <laughs> I game mean... characters. When you play like... the game, it's not really that inexplicable, because they those designs are meant to be evoke something both male and female 
Yeah, I, I, I guess where I was at in my mind, again, I haven't seen a ton of the characters, but like, what the fuck is up with Garrus and people wanting, he's like a weird bird alien thing. And people are super horny for him. He's from Mass Effect. <laughs> like, oh, I cannot oh, it's his love personality. Garrus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Garrus is like the ultimate bro. bro, man. Yeah, yeah that's, but, yeah. that's why people like him. Being being oh, down yeah. with your bro is one thing. Wanting to screw your bro is <laughs> is a way. No, no, it's Bioware. You gotta, you gotta like, you gotta go full on. I don't. Is Garrus? I can't remember. Is Garrus a gay relationship option, or or is he only I available he for female Shepherd? No, I think for, he's a gay uh, option. Is he okay? I yeah. can't remember. I mean, so. and Luxiel get nails it and says, Steve, I think you do not know the internet enough. You're, you're totally right. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I get it. You know, <laughs> yeah. if it's on the internet, someone's going to try to have sex with it. But, I mean, yeah. I so basically, labored point is I was just thinking like, oh, man, people are just really horny for the character designs in Hades, and that's why it's doing so well. Clearly, there's more to it than that. But Wait till you hear the voice performances. They are downright incredible mm. oh, they're nice. they're so natural y'all gonna make yeah. me buy hades tonight i got content to make <laughs> i got yeah, to play too <laughs> i know but i'm not making a video on hades right now well maybe you <laughs> are now uh. <laughs> on the uh on the subject of garris z patty says calibrations which if you play mass effect you know exactly what he's mm. talking about and that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, well, let's go ahead and jump over to some less pleasant news, if we want to throw oh. that up there. All right. Uh, so, a New <laughs> oh, York man. resident that's been using his parents' home to explore to store his game collection uh, has uh, suffered some loss because um, his mom... Throughout a substantial amount of the huge games and hardware collection he has been storing at his family home, and it threw out, she just threw it out. According to him, they joked on Twitter, "People are going to die." I just found out my mom a few years ago there uh, threw out all my PS One games, five hundred plus games, half steel still sealed. I'm going to kill somebody. It's oh, well no. over $500,000 worth of games since you last checked on the collection. Uh, left my old stuff in storage at my mom's home. Today I found out she threw out my Ataris, Coleco, Intelli, Famicom, Super Famicom, TurboGrafx, F- yeah, TurboGrafx PC Engine. Uh, I don't even know what NGAES is. Oh, Neo Geo. Neo Geo. Neo Geo. Neo, oh, God, a Neo Geo. Oh, God, a Neo Geo. Yeah. Uh, Mega Drive, Master System, basically every system and game I never took with me. Oh. And as if that was not bad enough, uh, there was some non- non-gaming collateral in there where she threw out two Marshall stacks, 14 pedals, a drum kit, a board, all the skateboards. A comic collection was all through. It was also thrown out. Um, yeah. I guess this she was tired of all this stuff in there, but why wouldn't you contact your son? <laughs> Yeah, just say, hey, I need to get rid of all this stuff because I need room. Do you want to come pick it up? Figure it out. But don't just throw it away. That's heartbreaking. This, I want to know what the mom feels now, <sighs> knowing the value of this stuff. I, yeah. Where's the update? <laughs> I think yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's more a case of the son pissed off the mom. Like, there's no way the mom didn't know that her son wanted this stuff. Like, come on. A, even putting aside the whole oblivious mom doesn't understand value of video games right like let's just mm-hmm. you know which is 
I, I would say an unfair stereotype against most moms. Like we, we live sure. with a generation of moms who had to go out and buy these for us. They know that they cost money, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, the other side of this though, is whether you're an oblivious mom or not, you definitely know that a drum kit's expensive. <laughs> like there's no yeah. one that goes drums are trash let's throw these away that is an act of spite like that is somebody saying get your shit out of my house <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's... i mean i feel bad for everyone here because the mom probably caught heat from the sun the sun lives in new york though and mm. i don't i've never lived in new york but i've visited enough to know that you don't typically have room for all that kind of stuff if you live there no so uh you know especially if he's working at a video game store and doesn't own the store (laughs) so i feel bad i would i would this is gutting like i think about you know all the little missing pieces of my own collection that i had to part with over the years and i'm like i couldn't imagine if it was just the whole thing (laughs) like if someone was like oh i'd be be losing it like this is literally my lifetime ever since i was for voting up my collection of games to suddenly lose that would be devastating for me yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i th- the worst i've ever come i mean like this is this is horrifically unfortunate because uh, i i know as a kid like probably when i was like 12 or something 13 uh we had some painters working on my parents house and one of them absconded with some of my super nintendo games and unfortunately, they knew what they were going for because the, the stuff they stole were like Chrono Trigger, FF6, Mega oh. Man X, X2, oh. X3, Mega oh. Man 7, Secret of Mana, Earthbound, oh. Final Fantasy 4. Like they knew exactly what they were going for. But I mean, I was able to replace all those over the years. This is so much more gargantuan than that. Like that's just the saddest. Ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I, I do have that to hurts. point out, though, that the tweet thread that this was originally posted in is gone. Like they deleted maybe it. too much attention or just and so I being I don't know being the skeptic that I am I have to wonder like there's there's so many elements about this that that ring hollow or are strange right like there has to be more to this story like one if ignorant though I can be about things right like if I came across something that I didn't know about but looked old and brand new. I wouldn't just chuck it. I'd be like, let me hop on Google and see if this is worth some money. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's my first instinct. Again, also with drums. Like, I'd be like, somebody's going to pick these up on, on offer up for 100 or 200 bucks or something. I could, I could make a mint here selling my kids' stuff. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. to me, that's at least better than, than trashing it. Like, I think mm-hmm. altruistically, right? Like, if I was the mom, the, the mom that chucked all this stuff, I would sell it and give my kid the money, right? As opposed to just throwing it out oh i've got a victory coke <laughs> nice got, nice I, yeah it's not often i get delivery here on today's news tonight um, <laughs> would the mom be entitled to at least a tiny portion of the money for housing all this stuff for so you would long think so i would say that's the good son so. move like if yeah if, i mean don't get me wrong i think i would be just devastated for me for if this was me this would not be about the five hundred thousand dollars at all it would be about like Derek said, your childhood, like replacing your childhood. Value. Collection, yeah. yeah. For yeah. me, I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not a sealed inbox kind of guy for most things. Mm. But, like, if I buy a game, I'm, I'm going to die, all right? We're all going to die. We talked about this. Ubisoft knows we're going to die. And <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to take my sealed copy of Mario 2 with me. It's 
my my kids are gonna take it and be like dad was an idiot i'm breaking this um (laughs) so i just don't i i buy games with the intent of opening and using them i buy figurines and things because i'm not gonna be like wow that looks great in the box up on that shelf like i want I didn't spend $129 on Breath of the Wild to know that there's a Master Sword in the box. I bought it to take it out and put it on a shelf and look at it. Um, You can't appreciate mm -hmm. King K. Rule's glory if you don't open the box he's in. Yeah, I know a lot of people with uh, Amiibo collections that never opened them out of the box. I have, no joke. This is, this is, I'm I'm glad my my mom and dad don't actually watch the show. I have always wanted to get someone who does custom Amiibo to take a King K. Rule and turn it into my dad. Because they have the same <laughs> body type. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, that's so good. Oh no! <laughs> if that happens, he has to do a cosplay at some point. I mean, I guess that makes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, it makes sense why it's your mom who's our, uh, who's a patron and not your dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> Throwing him under the bus like that. Wow. Um, she she would agree if she knew what Kiro looked like. <laughs> All I well, need she's do watching. Oh, this is what yeah. he looks like. Yeah, there you go, Mom. Sorry about that. There you go. I apologize. Steve, the sad uh, thing is, like, the, the first thing I thought of, it wasn't, you know, altruism or, you know, or anything that you were saying. Literally, my first thought when you said that the thread had been deleted, I was like, oh, well, you know, it's probably because a lot of internet assholes found out that she had thrown away this guy's games and started harassing her and threatening fair. her. And probably, right. That's you know, also that's, very that's possible. That's exactly what I went, <laughs> went to first, sadly. Yeah. See, that makes sense. I mean, it's weird to me, though, because the guy posted it from, like, the store's account, not his own. I mean, there's a lot of... Mm. There, I, mm. I guarantee yeah. there's some weird update that comes out of this. Like, something out of left field. Like, I don't know. But yeah. either way, it got his store some attention, so that's good. Yeah, Support local game sure. stores, especially now, if you can. The best yeah. outcome for all of this is that, because of all of the the hubbub and buzz, that all of these items get found, or some of them get found. True. Assuming Maybe. they're not like in a trash compact or somewhere. Oh, <laughs> please, please don't be. Yeah, <laughs> you know, interestingly enough, I follow like uh, a garbage man on Instagram who like he, d- he the only thing he posts are his gaming finds. Like when he's running his route, and he oh, finds cool. so much stuff people throw out. Like he found a Super Nintendo brand new in the box that somebody what? just chucked. Oh, or God. he found he wow. found like you know he finds like loose bits of really rare valuable games like someone will throw out like an SNES box for Chrono Trigger and he'll he'll pick up the box and then later he'll find a cart and he'll put them all together and clean them up. I'm like that is amazing to me that people like I, I mean so it's plausible is what I'm saying it, yeah. it could have happened very, yeah yeah I mean some people are just like I don't want to go through the pain of trying to sell this let's just toss it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I viscerally yeah. hope this didn't happen, though. <laughs> I know. I know. Man, By the way, uh, you could even just go to GameStop, like the lowest uh-huh. of the low, and trade it in for some money. Yeah, get like yeah. eighty-five dollars for the whole collection. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, really quick, uh, congratulations to Soulcaster. It sounds as though they got Cosmos. So oh, right here, uh, during congratulations! The wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, we'll credit ourselves with you getting Cosmos. It's because of today's news tonight. Miracles obviously, do happen. Obviously. obviously. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Branded miracles <laughs> do happen. Do you, ever, do you ever say that to people? Like, Occasionally. That, most of the time it's being said to me. You're married now, yeah. so I feel like you're missing out on like a great Tinder profile opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> no, never had to go down that road, thankfully. Hey, yeah. I, met, I no joke met my wife on Tinder. 
like hey i'm not saying you can't out happen. of the blue what out is? of the blue. oh no i'm not like offended i'm not over here being like harumph how dare you besmirch sorry, the good Steve. name of tinder i swiped right <laughs> no i honestly i was like nothing good will ever come of this and then i met my wife on there so uh, miracles do happen is what i'm trying they, to say there you go I, I worked with my wife at the age of 17 at chuck e cheese's that's our history. Nice. True love. That, that is <laughs> the awesome. best story to ever come out of a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yep, that's for sure. It's the only um, good thing that came out of that show. <laughs> <laughs> Kairudo oh, in the chat brought up a really good point. Today is actually Xenoblade Chronicles 2's third anniversary. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's why they, they suggest. Maybe that's why. Uh, it's, not, it's not because of us, but maybe because it's the anniversary that Soulcaster was able maybe to Maybe they upped the uh, time. No joke, yeah. <laughs> there is there is code in the original Pokemon games. A lot of Pokemon games where on special days like Christmas and stuff, like shiny rates increase or decrease or change based on what day it is. Isn't there it's one entirely of them, possible. they do it on your birthday, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. There That's I mean so there's cool. there's yeah. all kinds of weird mm-hmm. stuff, so who knows? Maybe Xenoblade also has some baked in weirdness into its code. Happy yeah. birthday. We're yeah. gonna be a little bit nicer to you. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Tris is here. We don't usually see Tris yeah. in the chat. How's it going, man? I'm glad, going to, on, glad to know you're here. Yeah, hey yeah. there. Soon coming up on Xenoblade Chronicle X, Xenoblade Chronicle X's fifth anniversary, which we wow. still need an X2. Yeah. Either way, we're running a little over again, so let's go ahead and dive into our final topic of the day, and it's not going to be a long one, so let's go ahead and throw yeah. that up. Ba-ching. All right. Halo Infinite might be getting a Battle ro- Royale mode in 2021. Okay. <laughs> sure. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It seems inevitable, to be honest. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. There's some there's some fun stuff to come out around here. Uh, it's a just a, it's just a rumor, but it's one of those plausible rumors. And oh hell yeah, yeah. It's if they want, so if they want Halo Infinite's name to reign true then something like a Battle Royale needs to come alongside it to keep people mm-hmm. playing. Right. Look, if I so. can grief people in a Warthog 100 at a time, I am in. <laughs> I'm not good at well, Halo. Well, what I would like Battle if Royale. it was you're on Halo and the part pieces just fall apart one by one. Oh, that would be <laughs> rad, uh, actually. That is mm-hmm. cool. The, the wilder part of this rumor is that apparently 343 plans to launch Halo Infinite in four quote-unquote chapters between, get this, 2021 and 2031. That no, <laughs> the thought was to not have any more sequels. So yeah, that's true. No, just, let this no, be. no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know if anyone else in here played through Halo Five. Did did anybody? Am I alone? I did not. I did not play Halo Five. No, Halo I did Five. Not hear good things though. Halo Five was such a wet fart of an ending. <laughs> like I. <laughs> I, I remember thinking, like, I was playing through Halo 5, and I'm, I was reviewing it, so I had no one to talk to, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, this game, not so great, and then it's like, okay, it's starting to get good, it's starting to get good, oh, I can see where this is going to get really good, and that's where the game ends. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want multiple of those to make up Halo <laughs> Infinite. Like, don't, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't have much faith in, in 343 and their ability to... Uh, deliver me a, a solid self-contained game um i've 10 years 10 years like that's one of those yeah. things like I, I don't know i think it would be fine if each one of those chapters is a fully realized campaign uh right like, you know final fantasy 7 mm-hmm. remake is coming out in several parts and i feel satisfied with 
like the length of the first entry in in that. So like if right. if they can at least hit that on each chapter, I yeah I think that's okay. Treat the game as a platform rather if, than Halo. 6. I think that's the idea. Yeah, yeah. Right. If if they can if they can pull together a, a good narrative, then I'm fine with it. But I just after Halo Five, I feel like a little burned on that and i'm not sure that i have the sure. faith in them to deliver it but that being said it's a halo game i've enjoyed every halo game to some degree so I, i'll pick it up i'm definitely picking i mean it's on game pass so <laughs> i'm right. definitely picking it, it up and, and, <laughs> yeah. And yeah even if you don't have game pass apparently according to the rumor this battle royale would be free so it, it, they're trying to do the fortnite strategy. that is well, succeed unless it is free like yeah you, it has to be free yep I was going to say, but taking a huge game like Halo and giving it a free Battle Royale, like, that is, that has a lot of potential. That has an absurd amount of potential. I don't know. There's something immediately appealing to me about having a Halo Battle Royale, just because of my memory. Maybe it's my memories of playing Halo sure. 1. Oh, man. Halo multiplayer is some of the best. Like, it is ridiculously fun. It has that quality where it's like, it doesn't matter if you suck at it, because I suck at it. And mm. I still absolutely love playing it. Like, I will jump in with anyone, anytime, and play some Halo and get completely demolished, but never feel discouraged or frustrated about it. Mm-hmm. There, we must be, like, there must be different levels of suckage then, because I cannot <laughs> have fun in Halo multiplayer because I can't ever survive for more than, like, two or three seconds at a time, typically. I'm so bad oh, see, at shooters. I think I, the, the only multiplayer shooter I've ever had fun just jumping into and feeling like I can, you know, at least not be completely discouraged is the original Modern Warfare, like the original COD4. Mm-hmm. But Halo, I can't, I just get just killed immediately every time. So I, I must make you look good, Steve. Oh, man, I, I don't know. that bad. I don't know that anybody can make me look good. Like, I will I will attach <laughs> a plasma grenade to my foot and just run into a room to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I will, I will do whatever it takes. Um, real uh-huh. quick to I, Z, I, Z Patty in the chat, uh, I'm down. You want to play Halo sometime? I'm absolutely down. I'll download it tonight. Uh, in our Discord, we have a matchmaking channel. Hit me up in there. I think that's part of the appeal of specifically a battle royale for Halo it's just uh-huh. that, you know, Halo lends itself to be a little bit sillier. Um, like Steve said, attaching a, <laughs> a sticky grenade to your foot and then running into another room and blowing up. Like, mm. I can see myself enjoying the Battle Royale setting just being a goof in the middle of a match and not really trying that hard. Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I can I see want, this doing really well. I want a Battle Royale version of Star Fox 64's multiplayer. That's Ooh, what I want to play. Ooh, wow. We're going to throw I down if that I used to play the hell out of that with my dad. <laughs> We'd play multiplayer all the time. And uh, I, I played I played the uh, Star Fox 64 3D version of the multiplayer a few times with friends. Of course, it wasn't online because Nintendo got a Nintendo. But it was still a lot of fun all those years later. Let's have a Battle Royale version of that. That would be yes, a blast, please. I think. Yeah. Oh, I would take that in a heartbeat. I used to love Same. doing yeah. doing that. I, I still need to, to spend more time on the Falconeer, which I hear has some strong... Star Fox vibes to it. I kind of got more mm-hmm. of a Panzer Dragoon feel from it when I played it a little, but uh, going to try to jump into that once I'm clear of some other responsibilities. Nice. There's a couple yeah. like uh, Kickstarter indie Star Fox SNES types on the way. I forget the names of them, but uh, yeah, I saw one highlighted. I and saw it looks one pretty them. good. Yeah, I, I've played the demo of. I wish I could remember the name uh, of one of them, and it's pretty good. So, like, if you're in the mood for something like that. Uh, definitely look those up. I think they're pretty cool. 
the star the Star Fox style gameplay, the original Star Fox style gameplay is not done that often. So no, true. Yeah, it's there's a wealth of possibility there. I like yeah. to play at higher frame rates than like fifteen or whatever it is on Super Nintendo, and uh, these run at sixty, right. so that's a lot better. Nice. There you yeah. go. <laughs> but yeah, we'll have to see if a battle royale will actually come to for Halo Infinite. We'll have to see when Halo Infinite comes out <laughs> to get that all. Uh, figured out but with that we've covered all the major headlines from today's news and before we sign off brandon where can everybody find you at you can find me over here on youtube at breakroom arcade and you can find me personally on twitter at baba babs it's b-a-b-a-b-a-a-b-s <laughs> so my friend made my twitter for me like eight years ago and he decided on my handle for me so eventually that's going to change but that's where i'm at (laughs) (laughs) fair enough all right and thank you fellow uh, brandon in the chat (laughs) thank you yeah definitely definitely do good work so thank you so much for joining us but of course we also have to give a special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier for helping to make this show happen it is you know we're truly grateful And, of course, a massive, massive thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine flukes, flukes, (laughs) folks include (laughs) Rob Arman X, Dan Entwistle, Z Patty, Adam O'Sullivan, Floating You, Christopher, The D-Pad, Vesmio, OnStar, Diogo, Kieran Phillips, Benny Yao, Mama Bowling. Hi, Mom. (laughs) Geller. Sorry about that. Shiny Turkey. Titus Malvolio, Jake Pelka, Michael Phone, Mitchell Herring, Jay Acosta, Charles Zaz, Andrew Medeiros, excuse me, and Jonathan Belmare. Remember that you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can watch today's news tonight live for as little as $5 a month, occasionally $1 a month if we do special things like this on occasion, where we open up to the entire Patreon. Uh, So we'll see. But thank you all so much for watching and if you like this video be sure to subscribe to good vibes gaming for more good times like these and until next time good night good vibes bye bye good night everybody see ya